Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Apple phone, go to the App Store, find the Draft app. If you've got Android, it's in Google Play. And, of course, you can do it on the desktop as well at playdraft.com. Now, here's the important thing. Make sure you use promo code GRINDERS because you're going to get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $600 on a deposit. So sign up using the promo code GRINDERS, and you can start crushing the competition over at Draft. And be sure to uh, even join a contest live with us right now on our Draft Show coming up next here on Grinders Live. To the best ball draft show here on Roto Grinders, brought to you uh, by Playdraft. Uh, we've got a whole slew of characters here. It's myself. We've got Travis Mangone, Dean Shavelson, uh, Chris Beermakers fan. Prince making a rare Grinders live occurrence on that. We got Mike Beerswater. We got Eric Crane. We got the Siege. We're gonna have Fantasy Josh uh, ADHD coming on in a little bit. Uh, but as you can see right now on my screen. We're having, there's some technical problems because you guys are just not joining my screen right now. What's going on here? Uh, Mike, Mike, uh, I'll start with you, uh, Beerswater. Uh, welcome back. You're kind of one of our uh, big best ball specialists here. Uh, so how's it going, my friend? Hey, it's going good. I'm excited to do this again. These things are a lot of fun. Uh, you guys know what you're talking about, and, um, you know, it, it, it makes it a lot more fun than the random league. Yeah. How, much, how much did we get, pay him to say that? <laughs> here here's what i'm gonna do we're gonna go i'm gonna transition the host role to dean for a second well I, I try to set this up again because some people are not joining this game correctly does everybody fo everybody follow me on draft does, does everybody dean? do that dean do you I'm follow in. me I'm the one person that's in actually no I'm you're not, not. Dean, you're, you're, dean, you're in the wrong one dean I, I don't see beer makers fan in here. Beers maker, you got to follow me on the uh, on the on the play draft app. Well, you can hear me. I'm just not in the draft. Is that You're correct? not in. Yes, that's going okay. good. All right, let's see here. So you got to follow. You got to follow. The one me. I'm in says two of seven. Did you start a new one? No, it's six of nine. Oh no, that's the one that Brits had sitting in the lobby for like five months, Dean. Yeah, that's you can't get rid of those. That's not me. That's play draft. You can't get rid of those. Who invited me? I did. Oh, there it is. Okay, now I'll jump in. All right. All right, I should Look, be in. I, I think my favorite part so, of this entire in. show is, is listening to Dean try and figure something technical out. So here's what I did. I feel like – Stay on brand. Who did yeah. I invite? We're missing one. We're, We're missing one. one. Or, you just can't, or you just can't count to eight. I just can't count to eight. I think I did it wrong, guys. Oh, yeah, I don't want to say it out of man. nine. So oh who are we going to invite? Somebody – Producer, let's get Devin in here. What about something from chat? No. Yeah, um – well, Let's can you it. invite anybody else now that you've already created it? Let's see. Who, who do I think can play right now? Maybe Jamino. Uh, we'll invite Grant. Uh, we'll invite Means, Tags. 
the smart water Sweet water jack we'll just send it to everybody hopefully one of those guys joins quickly and we can get this going <laughs> otherwise in a couple of minutes uh we'll just have to make a new one here but uh uh mike and uh josh i see josh you're back in here uh, welcome aboard josh yeah hey guys i'm here for for a couple minutes i gotta check on my kiddos they're, they're fine. yeah you, you yeah, do, they're fine you do what you gotta do and then i just kind of jump in here but mike what we'll do here while we're waiting uh to kind of get uh hopefully somebody jumps in this and we can get started here is i want to talk real quick uh about some of the happenings that have happened over the past week or so in football and uh, I guess we can kind of start off with Ezekiel Elliott at the top because this is kind of like a, a main thing. Some of the guys that might be playing, where to kind of rank him? Is he falling behind a couple of the wide receivers? What's your overall take on this? Um, yeah, so my take is until we know exactly, you know, what's going to happen, uh, he's still in these half PPR, my number three on the board. Because, um, you know, if he's only going to miss, you know, one, two, three games, mm-hmm. uh, even, you know, in, in best ball, you can back up those first three weeks, uh, especially nobody else has a bye, nobody's injured yet. Um, he's still going to be one of the best running backs, um, you know, in that tier above everyone else the rest of the season. So, you know, but if we hear it's like six games, then I, I'm going to have to push him behind guys like uh, Odell and Antonio Brown. All right. What I need everybody, everybody leave the draft. If you can figure out how to do that before, <laughs> before it gets filled, I'm going to make a new one. This is, this is really great guys. Yeah. Here. This is, hey, th- I'm guess everyone gets to see how you get to make a game here. How easy this is. Uh, awesome. How do you guys leave the draft? So we're going to do. Yeah, a, the button. Dean, there's, there's a draft. button, there's yeah, a there's a button that says leave draft. I'm on the PC. I'm not on buttons. I'm also You're on, on the PC. PC. The what PC. are you doing? Dean. I'm in a Mac, a Mac, a Mac. But that's even worse. There's this thing called an app for your phone. Yeah, no, I don't. I like. I don't like the deal. No, it's no. One, right, two, three, four. Hey, Dean, I'm five, with you. Old school, buddy. Six, <laughs> seven. Yeah, this I is the first time in his life Dean has been contrarian. You see, too. So. All right, one, two. Dean, Dean you're gonna mail in your picks too for this draft. <laughs> <laughs> Carrier pigeon, like uh, Game of Thrones. All right. Mango, you're already on my list. I love Mango. <laughs> the last time. We need Mango on more shows. Alexa, pick one point four for me. Dean, I, I do know how you feel with the no EC man. It was brutal today. Like it was, it was awful. I, I, I apologize for making fun of you with the AC. There oh. is no way it was worse than it was. Siege, how's that? Uh, how is the heat wave that's going through where we're at right now? I literally didn't turn a light on in my office, and you guys are making fun of me. It's like 110 degrees outside and humid as hell. I walked outside to put a case of water in the fridge, and it wasn't worth it. I've been saying it for years. There's no point in going outside. Like, what do you? Why would you? What's the? Why do you guys do this? Here, let's find out. Alexa. Is there a point of going outside? <laughs> <laughs> I moved my Alexa away from the uh, my mic. Boo! <laughs> Who's Siege Beer Maker Crane? Beers, water, Dean, Josh, myself. Who's not in this one? I don't oh, know. But I really enjoy Mangone? this. Mangone, Mangone, we're waiting on you for oh, the new one. Oh man, invite. hold on. Sorry. Leave the leave the old one and no, enter I, the new I one. Did. Oh, man. I got it. I'm in. I'm in. Go. All right. Boom. Here we go. Oh, I got the third pick. Now I get all the. Everybody's gonna make fun of me for taking Zeke. I get That's 1. why 6. I get the last pick now. This is horrible. You all right, can so, leave it for me. I'll take them. What we'll do here is we'll do our kind of do your picks pretty quickly. We'll give some analysis uh, between Josh's mic as time goes within the round because we're already like ten minutes behind here. So, uh, which is early st- for this show? Yeah, 
so uh, <laughs> so beers you're saying you know crane has the 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 third pick here you're saying just full full fledged go ahead here with ezekiel elliott in your mind i would I, i'm yeah. i'm treading forward as is we'll see even i mean it could be a one or two game suspension and we're freaking out on nothing am i, remember, one, am I the only one who didn't think he should have been going third overall to begin with yes <laughs> where's in the half uh, point in a half point ppr I, I I think I lost uh, Josh when right when I needed him to back me up here. That, that was not good timing on my part. No, yeah, but that's, I, what, that's I, what happened. I, I know Josh is on this train with me. Like Zeke is not Zeke shouldn't be the third. I don't think he should be the third pick. Like Dallas has a lot of regression coming this year. Like I I think like what you saw last year is the ceiling. And I, I mean they still have a great offensive line and Zeke is still like a twenty four year old stud. Right. What's his role? What's his way to profit at the third overall pick? If he's the third overall scorer. But like, okay, you agree that like, he's the, what are the, the odds are he beats Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson? I mean, I'm gonna pick one of those two before him. So like, there's no like, all he can do is meet expectations. He can't possibly well, beat them, and that's fine. Yeah, well, that's just setting yourself up for that's disappointment. Well, who, who's gonna beat David Johnson and Bell? Antonio yeah, Brown Elliot can finish third, and I'm perfectly happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, I by th- the way, by the way, CJ, if he finishes sixth, I'm fine with that too. You're yeah, I agree with Crane here. If Zeke finishes as like RB5 or six, I'm cool. I'm, I'm okay with that. I just think Antonio Brown is getting way underdrafted this year. I think he should be like right behind Bell. But maybe you'll get him at seven. There's of course, no chance. Of course, Josh has the first pick and he had to go. Yeah. He had to step away for a second. So just just more slowage on the uh, the draft show here. Um, but this is a nice conversation we have here. Uh, Travis, you got any any thoughts on uh, Ezekiel Elliott up here? Uh, I, I don't know. He hasn't really, like, fallen to me. So I, I'm just not touching him, at least, like, until he, like, slides to me, right? Like, if he slides to me, I'll take him. But I'm not taking him at the third spot. Like, I just think I'd rather have, like, if you told me I could take Zeke at the three mm-hmm. spot or Jay Ajay or Melvin Gordon at eight, I'd rather just take them there. Like, if you told me I had to pick, like, I would just mm-hmm. rather do that. Uh I, I get the whole thing with Zeke. Like, I think Dallas is due for some regression. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think, like, a guy, like, I'd rather just have a JHI or Melvin Gordon later on and, like, just have a, you know, maybe mm-hmm. set myself up for both. Say I got them at 9 that would be uh, showing my hand a little bit there, but mm-hmm. that's something I would love to fall to me. Josh, I, I see Josh. Oh, welcome, to the one, welcome to the 101, Josh. Thanks, fellas. I haven't had this pick all summer, so I'm pretty excited. <laughs> hey, we're here for you, buddy. <laughs> so, so you're a Bell over Johnson guy? Yeah, I am. Ah, boy. Am I the only person that's looked at the AFC North schedule and just think, like, they're going to – Damn you, Crane. (laughs) You were supposed to listen to all these guys. (laughs) It was was never going to happen. Never going to happen. But, by the way, if you're going against what Siege says, you're doing something right. (laughs) I'm not concerned about it. I I just wonder what – like, the Steelers' schedule is tough, man. Like, It's Le'Veon Bell. The Steelers' run game schedule, I believe, is pretty easy, in my opinion. Where? Like, do we know this stuff? Like, we we do we really know how tough no, the schedule no, is? No, no, Dean. Yeah, I don't. I, I think I you can project pace, it, though. Right. You can project pace way more than like like for example, like we like no matter how good the Saints are, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna run football plays. You know, you know, no matter how wow, good the is, is, they're gonna run that plays. That is some good analysis. They're gonna right snap there. the ball. Oh. Say they're gonna, like they're gonna they're gonna be a high tempo offense. Like maybe you can't project whether they're like how good or bad they're gonna be, but you can actually project how they're gonna play. They might even kick the Dean, ball off make your every pick. now and then. Well, I'm debating between Julio, Julio and Beckham. There's no debating in the first round. Stop debating. There's no debating in the first round. No, it's not. It's not. It's a conversation. Not when we're 15 minutes behind you. We're not here for conversation. (laughs) All right. Well, fuck. All right. Whatever, man. (laughs) 
Yeah. Crane's got a pajama jammy jam starting like in an hour and a half. He's got to get right. out of here. I'm going, I'm going out. I'm going to, I am not going to take a quarterback or a wide receiver till at least round 10 here. So yeah. this is, you said what? quarterback what? or wide receiver. Or quarterback or tight end. No, 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 no. How many kickers are you taking? No, no, no. I misspoke. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, LaShawn. Oh, McCoy over Beckham. What am I missing here? Look at that. You're welcome. Here, you thought that was bad, Dean. I one up it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Beckham smalling? Whoa! <laughs> what? Man. Is Pat? Beckham hurt? What am I not aware of here? Melvin Gordon's an absolute Whoa. beast. Oh, oh Jay Ajayi and his, his pickle juice. <laughs> Melvin yeah. Gordon is an absolute beast. Man, go and you, want, you got your Jay Ajayi. Yeah, I got my Jay Ajayi, and then I got Odell falling to me. I mean, this is just easy money already. I was so annoyed that Mike Evans got what he wanted. I would much rather have Mike Evans over Odell Beckham. I don't oh, agree with that. Why? Like, I kind of would rather. Why? Because the NFC I, South plays like the best divisions in the in the world how, for passing offense. How about is this? this? Is this, this the thing? This I'll year? take AJ Green over Beckham and over Mike Evans this year. Hey Britt, you can wait, draft. Wait, 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 wait. Odell Beckham over who? I'll take AJ Green over Beckham and Mike Evans this year. Britt, you don't booked. realize AJ Green plays Absolutely half his games booked. on the road. Absolutely <laughs> booked. Booked. I agree with the Evans pick going over Evans, but I don't know about Beckham. I love AJ Green. So I, I, that, that take is not very strong takey in my opinion. Come on, Dean. Wow. Man, I was, if, I was sitting on AJ like, Green. Dude, that's like 24 seconds, beer. <laughs> Man, I really hope you guys just like fade the NFC South because like they I mean you get they get some of the they get to play the AFC East and all those terrible defenses. They get to face it's, the NFC. Wait, 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 hold on, Siege. It's July. Lie. We don't know who the terrible defenses are. <laughs> I, okay, like, okay, I, uh, hot take. The Jets defense is going to suck. The Dolphins defense is going to suck. <laughs> That's not a hot take. Sean McCoy. Here's a good question. Here's a question for you. I know you said the Dolphins defense is going to suck. Going early. Could the, could, the, could the Dolphins offense do a pretty good job of playing a little keep away this year? And they're a pretty talented offense. They could do a lot of good games. So that just depends on the game flow, right? If they're in front, then maybe. But if they're behind, like they're going to probably have to spread it out a yeah, little more and Ma- try to be a little more aggressive. Mike or Josh, what, what's your take on this? Because I think I, I'm on to what Travis was saying with JHI. I think the Dolphins are smart. They're going to try to run the ball. Ryan Tannehill, he's like at best a bottom third quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. So. I'm down on Landry. I'm down on uh, Stills. I'm down on the wide receiver core. I'm on a Jaye, and like whoever whoever gets stuck with Landry, in my opinion, it's just like good luck to you because he's gonna get his receptions. He's gonna get less than he had last year. They're gonna try to grind the ball out. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Yeah, so I, I'll hop in there. I I do think the Dolphins are gonna try to run a ball the the ball quite a bit, but I think they're gonna throw very efficiently and advantageously. So I don't think they're going to totally take the air out of the ball. They're going to throw the ball plenty. Um, you know, I think their splits probably going to be in the neighborhood of like probably 53% passing and 37% running out of all their plays. So that, obviously that adds up to 90. So they got 10% field goals and punts that they're going to be dealing with as well. So if, if you look at that kind of ratio, it, it's still pass heavy. Now it's not as pass heavy as a lot of teams. You know, a lot of teams are going to be in the 55, 56, 57% range on their throws. So 53 is quite a bit of a departure from the norm. So that said, yeah, Ajayi is going to get more volume relative to his peers, I think. But at the same time, they're still going to throw the ball plenty. I think they're going to throw to get to lead. And then once they have the lead, they're going to sit on the ball. So they're going to try to be probably a little more like Dallas in that regard, in that they're going to try to control clock and sit on the lead and keep things manageable for the defense. 
Um, but again, that doesn't mean they're not going to throw it. They're going to throw plenty. And I think that still provides a lot of, of value to guys like Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, and even um, Julius Thomas to some degree in that offense. Uh, beers, water. Uh, Chris Prince, we'll get back to you. You'll be you'll be known as Prince on this show because there's too many beers. <laughs> on this show. Who's this Prince fella? <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, go ahead and make your picks, and uh, I'll talk to Mike. Mike, what do you think about this Dolphins whole offensive situation? You think just Tannehill's just not a good quarterback? He's not a good fantasy quarterback. It's obvious last year once Ajayi got rolling, they just wanted to run the ball. I could see a lot more of that happening this year. Uh, yeah. So I think they would take that approach of um you know, trying to get the, like, get the lead with, with the pass and hold on to it with the run, if they could actually build good leads, you know. But I'm not sure they're a great team. Um, and their defense isn't that good. Uh, they're going to get scored on quite a bit. So I think there's going to be enough pressure from the whole, like, needing to keep up and play from behind um, to pass that it's not going to be, a, like, a, a huge – change uh, like I'm not expecting insane volume for Ajayi and a total disappearance of the passing game even though I think they probably want to go that way so you got your I love uh beers I don't think uh Josh could have a worse have a better team uh Le'Veon Bell Michael Thomas and Doug Baldwin to start we all have really good we're all gonna have decent teams because it's a uh, an eight man but that's about about the best possible opening I think you could possibly have right now. Did you guys play the uh, the baseball tonight? That mouthwash guy's doing pretty good. Uh, scope? Yeah. You know what I tried tonight, Dean? What's that? I, I didn't play baseball. It was great. Oh, it, tonight it's going pretty I, – I forgot to enter the contest I wanted to enter, so I'm not in what I want to be in, but I have some fun lineups going, I think. Crane, we're sick of that juice baseball, aren't we? I'm so I'm so sick of baseball right now. Like, am I am I supposed to say that on air? It's a football show. You're allowed to say that, right? Anyway. Yeah. No, nobody nobody that listens to this will ever listen to a baseball. You can't uh, win a billion dollars in every sport. I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I really just don't even want to play baseball again until the live final. I hope Cheese isn't listening. That's all. That's all I can say. He's, He's, you, oh no, he knows. You know why? Because we're best friends and we talk outside of the uh, <laughs> sure, you know. show. So he knows. You know, I talked to Cheese today. Really? And I'm not trying to make you jealous or anything, but yeah, very briefly. Dean, you, <laughs> Dean, you know what you're doing? You're stalling on your pick. Oh, I'm on? I'm, I didn't realize I'm on the clock. <laughs> Come on, man. Hold on. D- Dean has to refresh his America Online disc to be able to make his pick. <laughs> I, I only got three more hours for so my free trial. <laughs> You've got eight. <laughs> but I got a prodigy on layaway just in case. So I'm going to fire that up. <laughs> What was the other? It was like Earth, Earth something, or was it? What Net, was Netscape? one of them? Netscape? No, that's something else. Netscape. Netscape. Netscape was the one. Oh my Earthlink. god. Earthlink. Earthlink. I don't know. I didn't. I never oh, had no Earthlink. Something. I ran through all those trials back in the day for those AOL chat rooms. Those were good. I know ones. everybody freaking loves Sammy Watkins, but that dude's gonna get hurt again, right? That's no, just like what he does. He is a hundred percent gonna get hurt. Again. I'm taking yeah. Sammy Watkins if you don't. Oh, you can have him. I'll take Dez. All right. Yeah, Dean. The there's no chance Britt's actually taking Sammy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait oh, a minute. Love- wait a minute. You skipped Sammy Watkins because of injury, and you took Des Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Acting serious? Yeah. Um, He's gonna step up, man. When Ezekiel's out. I'll yeah, actually crutch. Take, I'll take. Uh, I, I really want to. I might take Fournette. I love Leonard Fournette, but I love Sammy Watkins. I, 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 we, I talked about this the last time I was on the show. He's. 
Like everybody who's had this foot surgery twice has gone on. They never need another one, and they're just basically golden. And he's going to be the clear, clear, clear focus of that. Match. I love that somehow the argument is no, he's had the surgery twice, so he's okay now. It's like, <laughs> uh, you know, charm. Yeah, 10 years how, ago. How many examples are there? Oh, who though? just took Lamar Miller? Oh, of course the Siege did. I, you, this is Dante Foreman's going to get a suspension. Doesn't make Lamar Miller good. Lamar Miller is the guy we all drafted in the first round last year, and the situation has changed exactly zero. I actually agree with CJ here. I think he's being underdrafted. And I don't like saying stuff like that out loud. Where's, uh, where's Beer Makers fan? I haven't heard him in a minute here. Let's find him. I'm his. here. I'm here. Where's your team? You're talking about Prince? Yeah, where is he here? So he's got he's got uh, Devontae Freeman, Antonio Brown, T.Y. Hilton. I mean, we've all got pretty good teams here. Beers, man, uh, what are you thinking on your team so far? I'm, I'm happy so far. T.Y. Hilton in the third. It's going for Jordy or T.Y. So, so far, so good. Yeah, T.Y.'s getting concussed too, though, right? I know whoever's getting Jordan Reed isn't going to have him for all 16 games. So you guys can have Jordan Reed. Yeah, I don't a, like any of my options here at all. <laughs> I feel like I'm overdrafting here no matter who I pick. I like Melvin Gordon. I like uh, – I like. I, I don't mind Mike Evans. I think he's going to have a little bit – I think the quality of his targets are going to go up because there's so much on that offense. There's just going to be less targets. And I, then, I do that th- – their schedule is just insane. Like, I, I mean, I'll wait until – I'll drop – if you guys want to give me Winston – If you want to you give me Winston and uh, Deshaun while you're at it, I'll take them. Like – it's unbelievable. You guys are just like ignoring like how obvious the schedule is. Like, yeah, some of these teams are gonna be better, but some of these teams are going to suck because they sucked on defense for a decade. Siege, quick uh, question. Do you know who's flying East Coast to West Coast and stuff? Can I get that breakdown already? Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm actually work. I'm actually working on that right now. It's, uh, is, that the, is that going to be in the Siege NFL tournament tactics? It absolutely is. It's going to be a live show. We're going to break it all down. I know you are. I saw that today. Congratulations on having that. Uh, you know what? I know I'm over I'm overpaying, but at least I'm gonna overpay for the best player. I hate doing that, but yeah. I just didn't like any. I didn't like any of the other options. Oh, Lynch yeah, is, this, this Lynch range is, was tough. Lynch is a Lynch was a reach. DeAndre Hopkins was a reach. Brandon Cooks was a reach. Jordan Reed was a reach. I felt like I was reaching no matter what I did here. Yeah, I don't want to. I thought I didn't want to take a quarterback or tight end, but like I don't like some of my options i'm just gonna go on i don't know why joe mixon and isaiah crowell are going ahead of time montgomery but that's absolutely crazy dude you did it to me twice now Britt. that's what <laughs> i was sitting on all right this um, is my first rodeo dean I, I may have done a few of these i'm just, curious, is, I'm just curious i really like someone that pulled the tampa bay schedule and tell me like what are the above average defenses they face it is there's, there's no why Okay, it's that's fine. July. Eric, Eric, I understand that, but there are teams that you know are going to be bad on defense. Like, you know the Saints are going to be bad on defense. You know the Falcons are going to be bad on defense. You know – I, I disagree with that. We really don't know that. I mean, we have an inkling that – I think we know the teams at the tail ends of the distribution that are going to suck on defense. But really, I think what you, if you want to target a team that's going to suck, target the teams with really bad offenses because they're not going to have the ball all that much. So you're not really targeting a defense. You're targeting a crappy offense – that's going to give the ball back to the offense that you want to have mm-hmm. the ball. Right, but, but like the Falcons are like – the Falcons just – like the thing is the pace is the most predictable thing, right? So like the Falcons are going to run fast. Wait, the wait, Saints wait, hold on. Fast. How can you say the pace is predictable with the Falcons? They just got a new coaching staff. Because the, when, is the, when are the Falcons been in the bottom half in pace? They, like, I, they just got a new coaching staff. Who knows what they're going to do? They have the same head coach. They just changed their coordinator. So, yeah, but it's an important yeah, that, coordinator. That coordinator ran the whole thing, though. Like, he ran that show. Like, yeah, it's but they're not going to change. They just made the Super Bowl, guys. They're not going to reinvent the wheel. 
You're, you're right. I don't think they're going to reinvent it, but I don't think you can just like guarantee and say, I mean, the case will probably be the same, but I just think it's, I get it. Like we have to predict what's going to happen in the future. Right. But we like, it's the NFL. Like you, we don't know, like for instance, the Dallas Cowboys that one year when that defense, like this is like the example everyone uses, but when that everyone thought that defense was going to be atrocious and then they just played keep away to Marco Murray, like crazy things happen with teams. Yeah, of course there's outliers, but that's our job in best ball is to predict the best possible scenarios. Right. Like I'd rather, like, yeah, maybe, maybe one of these, maybe one or two of these defenses pop. But when I look at the schedule and I see Dolphins, Bears, Patriots, who are pretty good, but they play at a fast pace, you know, Panthers, Saints, Jets, Falcons, Lions, Falcons, Panthers, Saints, I want that offense, guys. That's a lot of pace up in in dome games. I think Siege has a good point, but oh, I, I, I think everybody else, like it's, we don't know exactly what teams are going to be, but I think, you know, high-paced games in domes, uh, Mike, uh, I'll ask you here. How much do you read into these so-called strength of schedules? I've read one um, on some websites. There was a really good one on Roto World that took some mix of offense and defense to put it all together too. Uh, how much do you weight these strength of schedule things? Some of the only things we have right now if we're drafting this early. Uh, you know, I, they they're like more of a tiebreaker for me than like um you know something i'm really putting a lot of weight on you know i definitely pay attention to it and um i just uh you know and i'll i'll bump a guy up maybe a spot or down a spot but uh because it's so hard to know like the second half of the season what the actual you know um the field is going to look like whose defenses are going to look better than others i mean you know basing a lot of it off what happened last year stuff does change especially in the middle um you know i just yeah i don't put that much weight on it i guess yeah i've seen some that take strength of schedule from last year i've seen some that take vegas totals i've seen some that combine a whole bunch of things and they try to add in additions and subtractions and they all come up with kind of different ones especially in the middle but a lot of them like Carolina should have a pretty good favorable offensive schedule. I know the Buccaneers have a pretty favorable offensive schedule as well. So um, do the Saints, which yeah. is three quarters of the division. Yeah, they're <laughs> like some of those teams uh, do. So I've been looking at some of that stuff. Uh, I like what Siege is bringing up here. I think it's, I wouldn't go like all in on a team from it, um, but it's definitely something I use, especially like the Panthers guys like, I think Cam Newton, even though he's probably not going to run a lot, he's getting drafted too low. But I, what I want to ask is, what? I, well, how on earth is Isaiah Crowell the 30th player, 31st ADP, guys? This has gotten ridiculous. I like Isaiah Crowell as much as the next guy. But wh- why is he the 30 on a team that's – I mean, the Browns are going to be better. So anybody here, can somebody we, tell me – Do we know that they're going to be better? I, I mean, I, they're gonna they're gonna win a couple. Of, they're gonna win three or four games. So instead of one, yeah. So instead of one fifteen, <laughs> they're three and thirteen, right? Or four and twelve. Yeah. So what still, is going? What is going? We still on? think they're gonna be bad, right? Yeah. For the most part. So, like, I don't have a problem with the Isaiah Crowell quick pick at least at this point because they are committed to him. It seems like they're gonna give that guy plenty of touches, and they used him in the passing game quite a bit. But I think with um, Hugh Jackson's history, he uses multiple backs. And when he gets behind, he changes things up and he starts throwing heavy. And I don't know if Crowell's going to be that guy when they go to pass happy offense if they, when they get behind. I think they'll be behind plenty this year as they still continue to rebuild. So I could see the counter argument for Crowell. That said, I'm buying the guy wherever I can until this point when his ADP has gotten a little bit crazy. So you're saying he's like, you know, we're looking at oh. probably RB 14 or 15 for him right now, maybe 16. And I think that's kind of borderline value for him. Whereas when he was going as RB 24, 25, I mean, it was a slam dunk at that point. 
Dean, you just got me back. I was going to take Keenan Allen with that Matt Mike Williams back injury, man. I was I'm eyeing him. We'll talk they about. They also that. said he's back. They say he's back from the ACL, at least according to the Rivers. Yeah, until like uh, his other his kidney or something else pops on him. So, well, he has um, he had the surgery twice. That's my question. No, there I I don't know if he has yet. It's only that specific injury. <laughs> um, man, I was kind of stumped. I didn't expect you to go Keenan Allen. We'll talk about Tyrell Williams here. He's one of the movers. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Josh, if, can you bring up what, what you have those fancy graphs? How much has Tyrell Williams jumped up in like the past day or two? We can we'll talk about that. Yeah, so this just this past week, I looked at this earlier today. So I, I haven't looked at just like the past couple of days since the Mike Williams news came out. But just in the past, let's say week, he's jumped up over a round in ADP, which is I mean that's a pretty crazy move for for a guy like him that's been going consistently in the ninth and tenth round in every draft since February. So for him to suddenly jump around, that means people are starting to reach for him, let's say in the sixth and seventh round to start swaying those numbers, which are really heavily weighted toward the 10th round at this point, up a full round in a week. So my guess is he's probably pretty heavily in the seventh and I'll check my numbers in a minute and come back with those once I get those up on my screen. Yeah, I was doing a bunch, I'm stumped right here. I was doing a bunch of, bunch of these and literally almost the next pick off the board in every single one of my leagues was Tyrell Williams as soon as that, that news hit. Um, man, I so don't... there's none of us that are like a Marshawn Lynch believer. Nobody's buying this. Is that what's going on here? No, I'm not. Well, I just, I'm not dissed, either. I just dissed Isaiah Crowell, but you know, I'm going, I like him here. Like where he fell to me here. I'm going to get on board with that. So. God damn it. <laughs> but, so I was going to say about his seemingly weirdly high ADP is I feel like he just seems safe. Like, if you look at the guys around him, uh, like Marshawn ahead of him. Yeah, what do you think of me? I, like, I took Ty Montgomery, and it ended up being a full, like, you know, a good 10 picks before it got back to Crowell. Give me the running back with Aaron an Aaron Rodgers-led offense than whoever the running back is for the Browns offense. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think he's a lot like Crowell in the, the like, feeling he, he's going to get the ball. He's going to play a lot. Like, feels like one of the safer picks there but and and you're right he should go ahead of him I think uh, let's see here let's take a look at Mangone's team he's got the back-to-back picks here what do you think of Mangone I already I loaded up on RBs I thought about just doing it again because uh and then just getting receivers later just loading up on the decent running backs but I don't know if I want to go like Lynch and Mixon or where I don't know it's That's getting like, tough here unless you want to start picking at quarterbacks and tight ends yeah I don't know it's because I feel like you can get a lot of value at like Josh I can get a lot of value at wide receiver late right so shouldn't I just be loading up on the running backs that's what I was thinking I thought I saw that in the rocket chat were you guys talking about that earlier yeah so there, I mean there's some competing theory there right so yeah. part of the part of the theory is and this is what uh Mike Pierce talked about last year with hyper-fragile strategy is you load up heavy on elite talent at the very beginning of the draft, and then you go get your wide receivers. And that's kind of what the strategy that you're talking about right now is, you know, and, it, and that's exactly what your team looks like is you've got Ajayi, Fournette, Gurley, three, you know, top tier running backs. And now you're going to get your, your wide receivers. Now, granted, you've already got Beckham, which is a good thing. It kind of helps your cause. And it's kind of a zero wide receiver for modified for best ball that you're looking at which is counter to what I put out in an article last week. So I really don't have an issue with that as a strategy this year. It's certainly a good counter to the, all the guys that are going to be going zero RB in the drafts. It's the zig to their zag. And that's exactly what Mike Pierce talked about last year when he put that strategy out there is it was the perfect time for that to hit. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, it worked really, really well. So this year, this might be a good time to, to kind of keep running through that strategy, hope for the best with your running backs if, the, if they hit then you're going to just smoke everybody because you're going to have all the volume on your side. 
And there's enough wide receiving talent around in the wide receiver two, three, four tiers that you can really stack your roster with high upside guys and end up just totally killing everybody in your league. Yeah. So, so Mike, let me expand on this because I've been doing this in a couple. Whenever I get the first, second, or third pick in these, I might take four running backs total, maybe five, but I'll take basically if I get Bell, David Johnson, or Ezekiel Elliott. I feel I think we have such a, a theoretical advantage at running back. I'll go hyper fragile. I'll leave like four or five running backs on my team. I won't go six. I'll, I won't do anything like that. I'll pick a couple of good running backs and I'm just good because I think I, I'm like my one guy is going to score for me every single week that I don't need to have five or six running backs and things like that. I think this year um, I'm doing it with those first three picks. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I've been doing it a fair amount too. And, um, you know, though, I think I haven't last year, um, and it was on MFL with, you know, full PPR, Mm -hmm. I was only doing three running backs. Um, and I think that you don't need to stop right there, um, on draft, um, you know, with that half PPR, it sort of levels the wide receiver field a little bit and, um, and gives an advantage to, um, you know, some of these running backs up the top. Uh, so I, you know, I find myself stopping at four instead of, uh, three and it, there really is so much depth of wide receiver. You can, you can piece together, you can end up with nine of them and be really confident you're going to get three very good weeks, um, you know, between them every week. Yeah. Um, anybody else have takes? I I've been doing it. Like I said, I'm, when I get one of the top three, if I, if I have the turn and I get like a. Melvin Gordon, Jay Ajayi combo. I don't do it so much. I mean, those are still good. I think you can do it on that. Uh, maybe, right. C, C, what, what do you think, Seed? You got any thoughts on that? Or you got to make your pick right I'm, I'm deciding whether or not I really want to get booed off the show or not with this. Oh, let's see. Oh, you're going to take Christian McCaffrey? No. <laughs> no, I love Christian McCaffrey. He's in consideration. But I think I'm going to do this. I haven't tried this yet. And this league sounds like a good idea to try it. Let's try this idea. I mean, yeah. I, no, mean, I like I'm, that. That's a good idea. I mean, but I already have Rogers, so like now it's a t- oh, like now. Boo. Oh no! We'll see how this. We'll see how this goes. You know what you should keep doing, Siege? Is you should just keep taking like six more quarterbacks. That's no, I, yeah. I'm done. None I'm of done. us. <laughs> none, 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 of us have, none of us will have a good quarterback if you do. Yeah, I gotta say, is this might be the subject of an article later this summer is is going this top heavy a quarterback, but maybe in a smaller league like this, something at eight man or below. There might be some method to that madness. So it's something I want to take a look at because it's a pretty interesting strategy. I just wanted to – it's just, again, like I was kind of in a spot where, like, yeah, like you guys are obviously all sharp, so you're not taking quarterbacks. I get Brady 10 spots below his ADP. Like, that was probably, like, the best value on the board. Damn but, you, Britt Devine. Uh, it, it wasn't enough value for your team specifically, though. Like, you destroyed some value, I guess, taking it from us. But you, you really, I think, by investing in him instead of another position with that pick, you, you know, really reduced his value on your team. Cause you Just already tell him he cut off his nose to spite his face. Uh, all right. I want to uh, – it seems like Beers <laughs> yeah, Makers fan was not, was not too happy uh, with my – he thought he was going to be able to get Mike Gillisley here. And I'm not, I'm not sold on Marshawn Lynch being anything. He, he might not even be able to make it four games in the league. I, I like Christian McCaffrey. Don't get me wrong, but he's a rookie. I just, I just see like 10 to 12 touchdowns and like a thousand yards coming from Mike Gillisley pretty easily. I'll take that all day long. 
I love Mike Gillisley this year. Put him in that offense, what he's shown in his career. Yeah, he's been a backup, but I think it's a perfect fit for that offense. So I, I think he's one of the biggest uh, undrafted guys right now or underdrafted. So when I was doing these a month ago when they first came, he was like a 10th round pick. And I'm oh, just yeah. like, I, he's, I think I have him on like 80% of my teams. It's absolutely crazy. So I am not on Marshawn Lynch in the third round, but here in the sixth, yeah. I, I'll take the dive. What does everybody like think that. of Marshawn Lynch overall? He's dropped here. Is, is anybody? I'll, I'll take advantage of it here. Are we up? Are we all down on Marshawn Lynch a little bit? Does anybody is anybody like gung ho? I want Marshawn Lynch to my team. No, I'm no just way. down on the Raiders in general. Well, me, me we don't we don't like schedule. We don't we don't like Derek Carr. I mean, I don't like the schedule. I, I don't I don't like much like they like they have like all the cross cross country flights. Like I I hate pretty much everything about their schedule. <laughs> how, how many exactly? How many miles? <laughs> Which team travels the most? No, these are all things. Literally, see, these are all. Hate Seattle then, right? Siege is onto something though, and and there's a little bit to this, like what Siege is saying about travel. So last year Arizona played, I think, six games in the Eastern Time Zone, and I think either either five or maybe all six were 1 p.m. kickoffs Eastern Time, and they got smoked in every single one of those games because they suck when they travel east to play those games. So if Oakland has that same kind of schedule this year, it's certainly a reason to fade those guys. Look because, it up, Siege. Look it up. I, I mean, I, I again, like it's 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 also this quality of schedule, right? They go went from a fourth place schedule to a first place schedule, so they're going to face tougher teams this year, plus the travel, you know. So I, I just think there's a lot of reasons to be worried about the Raiders this year. I don't think Siege is a bad point with the travel. Like I get it. Uh, it's it's fun just to you know poke at him about it, but it, they're, they're valid points, right? Like we have seen spots like the Cardinals last year. Uh, they went all the way to Buffalo, I think, and they like lost like West to East, and it felt like a real down game. The Sharps were on that. Like I, I understand that completely. Here's a question: Then are we? What are we doing with the with the London games? We have four of them this year, and I pulled them up: Ravens, Jaguars, Saints, Dolphins. Uh, Those like, mess with our like Cardinals, so Rams. Like, we give them the Jaguars every year. The Jaguars, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> dude. If you see, the, like, if you watch the games, there's actually like a lot of Jaguars jerseys yeah. in London. Like, yeah, like the, they're five years con. old. Yeah, but the con, the con is the con is working. Yeah, but listen, listen. We gave them, we gave them Jaguars home game. We gave them a Dolphins home game, a Browns home game, and they a got, Rams they got, game. they got a Rams. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, uh, which, uh, which Dolphins game is there? Uh, it's Dolphins Saints, so we don't lose a Saints home game. It looks like because it says Saints versus Dolphins, so I'm assuming versus the uh, Dolphins are the home team. Josh, yeah. well, well played, sir. At the turn there. So, so well we don't played, lose a Saints Josh. home game, thankfully. So that's good. So you like you like that back to back tight end. I like huh? that double tight end move you did there, Josh. You're stealing my strategy of hyper. Just took Michael Crabtree. He's like times up. Let me unbell. Oh, that, yeah, those those tight ends are definitely hyper fragile. We got one guy that's older than dirt, and another one that you know, we still don't know if that patellar engine's a hundred uh, injuries a hundred percent. All right, I'm gonna stay. I'm an old guy. I'm gonna stick with my old guy theme here. And Frank Gore, Julian, <laughs> Julian Edelman. Oh, he's got. He's taking AP for sure. He's taking AP. Yeah, AP. What? I knew that was coming right away. Yeah, and I, I gotta say this: like I went tight end back to back there because Mike Beard stole my running back. He stole Spencer Ware out from under me. So everyone like I used to like Spencer Ware and I've read and heard all this week. I've listened to a bunch of podcasts and everyone is just dissing this Kansas City run game to shreds how they got not only like they were extremely lucky last year to even get the stats they did and how the schedule's horrible and they drafted uh who'd they draft? Uh Zakreem Hunt. 
And I don't know. It's just I was big on Spencer Ware. I'm starting to back off. I've got enough Spencer Ware shares. I'm, I'm not taking any more. Kareem Hunt was like a nice player at Toledo, but like he's not – he was nothing like that special. Let's calm down. Like I think that like, – Siege breaking down the Toledo tape. I, <laughs> he's right there. No, he, you're, you're right about Man, I miss college football DFS, all right? Hey, hey, Come on. Hey, hey, I, used to, I would watch that as well. I mean, guys, I, I, hold on. I used wait, to wait, know wait. all the guys. Yeah. CJ, I really think you're not giving enough respect to Kareem Hunt and the tough schedule he played. <laughs> In the MAC, Yeah, man. Those MAC defenses, let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was uh, David Johnson. He's Northern Iowa or Northern Illinois? Northern Northern Illinois. Uh, He's MAC too, right? So, I mean, once – That team also went, like, to a BCS Bowl at, like, 11 and 1. It's Northern Northern Iowa, David Johnson. Yeah, it's Northern Iowa. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, you're thinking of – the Northern Illinois guy is – Oh, who am I thinking of? It's on the tip of my tongue too. Yeah, 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 Romo was at Northern Illinois. No, he's from Eastern Illinois. Same as Thessaloniopolis school too. Oh my God! How am I not remembering this guy's name? Too much beer. Is it is it Forte? <laughs> no, no, uh, it's, not, it's Forte was too late. This was the guy. He like uh, he broke a bunch of records. Oh, uh, somebody used the Google machine. I'm doing it. Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Garrett Wolf. That's not yes. Bad. That's yeah, the Garrett one. Wolf. That's who we're talking about. Yep. Chicago Bear great Garrett. Yes. Wolf. Oh, don't yeah. you siege? Uh, in a really good spot. I had, I had a feeling he wasn't going to get back to me, so I had to take him first. Oh yeah, I was taking him. Yeah, I was, I was debating. I chose Tate over. I just think I don't know. It's like how there's so many ways to score, and then when the Patriots are up, are they really going to keep passing the ball? I don't. Best know. ball. It's best ball. Yeah. I don't have to worry about all that nonsense. Yeah, but That's they're like, they're going to win every game by like. 20 your question so we're playing best ball like obviously so deshaun jackson like why am i taking landry fitzgerald and sneed when i know deshaun jackson just gonna win me two weeks right should i just take deshaun jackson take again like, like the, I, no, that's oh a yeah yeah go ahead, go ahead and take deshaun jackson well, yeah no but like why should i take landry why should i take fitzgerald like why should i take these guys when i can just take deshaun jackson and lock up two wins and well if you listen to uh josh's podcast you would know that the consistent guys get oh a very underrated in best ball sorry you Josh. need some floor plays yeah, I appreciate that. Nice, no, good seeds. That's exactly Deep. what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Dean wants the floor place so would, bad. It depends what? on how you're going to build the roster, right? So, I mean, there, there's a there's a place to have floor guys like Fitzgerald and Landry on your roster. Guys are going to suck in a lot of targets and not really be sexy on touchdowns and yardage, but they're going to be consistent floor every week. And you need those guys in your roster. Those are your glue guys. But then you have a guy like Deshaun Jackson who is going to blow up, let's say, six to eight weeks and give you, you know, 18 to 24 points on a, on a given week. And you got to have those guys on your roster too if you're going to manage mm-hmm. to win. But the thing is, you can't stack all of one and all of the other. You got to have a mix of both, just like any kind of investment plan, if you're going to manage to make money on the long haul. So also, crap, that you, explains a lot. Also, wouldn't you take Stephon Diggs over Deshaun first if you're going to do that? Not necessarily, because if there's if there are wide receivers, Siege, don't like give Stephon, it away when you are, are right behind him, and then I'm after you. I'm not. I'm not taking. <laughs> okay, this isn't. I'd rather take one of these other guys anyway. I want to take Jarvis Landry, but I have JHI, so now I feel like I can't do that. Why not? Why not stack the offense? If you um, think the offense is going to be really good, why not stack it? Give me yeah, Kenny Stills at like the 14th round as my only Dolphin. I really have. I want. I want Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, the best friends. They're they're best buddies. I'm gonna pair them up together. There we go. <laughs> I'm, a big, a little, I'm a big fan of the best friends. So. You, you yeah. gonna take Mettenberger to go with that too? Uh, <laughs> listen, maybe, my last pick, maybe I will, Josh. Wait, well, you missed your chance. You could have had Spencer Ware. He's an LSU. See, I wanted, you can have some Jeremy Hill too while you're. I at wanted it. Dick. 
Diggs was definitely the guy I wanted. He is just, uh, I think, uh, what Brad, Bradford set the completion percentage record last year. Who, who did you know? Alexa, who has the NFL record for completion? Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. That's who has it right now. You have now. to ask Alexa. Um, <laughs> I would have liked that, but I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and take Willie Sneed. I don't know if the touchdowns are going to be there, but, you know, 80, 90 receptions, 1,100 yards, 68 touchdowns, that fits perfectly. I see two guys I really want, and as long as one of them gets to me, we cool. Well, Dean's definitely not going to take one. That's I true. Dean, work gonna... your magic here. Uh-huh. I mean, if I could, I would. I just don't know who he wants. I definitely would like to block you, though. Give me mm. a call real quick. Call well, I, I know I know who one of the guys Eric wants, but I don't want to steal it from, from Chris in case it's the guy he wants. <laughs> I'm locked uh, in. I'm locked in. Huh. I'm going to take a little bit of a reach. Wow, that is a reach. Ooh, Brandon Marshall. I think I know what Jax wants. Actually, I I'm, would, I'm pretty hey, sure I know what he wants. Hey, they're both there, so I don't, I don't really care which one I get. I, I, I think I have an idea. All right, the best ball experts. I'm going to do this and then break it down because right. I'm still wondering about how all this works uh, as far as handcuffing. So I'm going to go tag Ingram with Peterson. I th- all right, wow. Okay. All right. So I don't, I think the people, yeah. when Tev- Tevin Coleman used to be, used to be cheaper. So when I was taking Devontae Freeman, I would try to get Tevin Coleman. And now Coleman's gone up so much that I'm kind of not trying to do that anymore. But I think this one's pretty interesting. I mean, um, it's, it's a legit offense. These guys could both be viable. If, I mean, I think they're both going to put up big numbers. So it's cheap I, access Josh, to what? what do you think? 1500 yards and like 12 touchdowns mike or josh yeah so i i like this i I like getting both of these running backs um you know it's not like your typical handcuff kind of thing where you take you're spending a first round pick on somebody and then somebody much later uh they're, they're kind of priced right for it um and if you you probably are going to get an rb1 between the two of them like almost definitely it seems um, and if you're spending sixth and seventh round pick to lock that in, um, that, that, I mean, that seems like a solid deal to me. Can I take back Brandon Marshall or how does this work? No, nope. <laughs> no take backs. I still, okay. I'm regretting that. It's cemented in history. No, no, I, I, on hey, buddy, if you want to take Brandon Marshall instead of, uh, instead of Emmanuel Sanders, be my guest. D- Dean, we'll give you we'll give you Jay Cutler too as a consolation. <laughs> I want to I want to talk about everybody because this is some people. This is kind of a thing right now. Um, Andrew Luck has yet to throw a football since his surgery. Is oh my god, I just don't care about that. I'm starting to get a little concerned about it. As anybody, you know, I I had a draft maybe it was like a week ago. I started one and I took Andrew Luck. And I usually when you take these good quarterbacks, you only take one other quarterback, but I like picked up like Carson Palmer and Carson Wentz to go with it just because I was a little bit. The worried. only two guys I wanted there were Emmanuel Sanders and Andrew Luck. Those were you the got, only You got to handcuff all the Carsons. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Is, it, is anybody concerned? I'm slightly concerned on Andrew Luck. I nah. mean, 
throwing a football for a quarterback is a little important, and he, just, he still has not a- in July. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried. Uh, in July. I'd be worried about the offensive line. Is it still <clears throat> atrocious? I'm assuming it is. I haven't done my offensive line breakdown yet, but I'm. Is it still terrible? I'm sure it is. Have you done what their chef makes them on road trips yet? No, no. <laughs> Dude, yo, I just locked up the Cam McCaffrey connection. How about that? It's all over, folks. The worst percent, the worst short yardage completion percentage quarterback in the league. He also no had he also had exactly zero people that could catch short passes. I know. I don't. That's. I was trying to get to that. I don't really believe in that. Exactly. I don't know. There's, there's some, actually, there's some, there's some really good work out there and I can point you guys to a link. Um, I'll put it in the, uh, the best ball chat after the show. Uh, a guy over at Rotoviz last year did some work on running quarterbacks and throwing to running backs. And there's a lot of evidence out there that shows that quarterbacks that run a lot do not throw to running backs very much. That's fine. What about their slot receivers? Well, you know, who's not going to run a lot? Cam Newton. You don't think so? No. No, I, I think he's still going to carry the ball 120 times this year. He's scared to run. Or at no, least he, he was last year. What? If he no, loses but... the goal line touches, I think that's a good thing for his health. But I don't see why. Why do you stop running Cam Newton? That's the offense. He makes it Because go. if he if he goes down, the team, like, it, they're done. Well, yeah, they, but, they I mean, that's but, every but team. it's not right? a running threat. They're not winning the Super Bowl. Like, he can get, he can get injured just as easily sitting in the pocket. I mean, we've seen Ben Roethlisberger do that year after year, just standing in the pocket, patting the ball. He'd get slaughtered in there. So – it's actually he's safer getting out of the pocket and running and using his athleticism. I just don't think he's going to do it at the goal line. But I think I he's going to do it in the 20s. You guys remember that play when he scored in the goal line, but like st- stood in the goal line for like a second or two seconds or three seconds and then got clocked and, and concussed? Yeah. I, didn't he fumble or something too? It was that, the weirdest play. It's yeah. He was not that game. I had him in DFS that week. Yeah. I did, I had, <laughs> the comeback. And then Derek Anderson led the comeback. Oh, yeah. so yeah, so yeah. That was the strangest play because it's like, why don't you just walk in the way? He could like walk in. Yeah. But he just like chilled. He like did his cutler, smoking a, smoking a, smoking a cig or something. I don't know what he was doing. I wasn't. I, don't know. I was not just a fan of that for DFS that week. It was no. not very tilting. <laughs> Hey, Dean, you, you took the wrong quarterback, by the way. It's Russell Wilson you should have took. I like Russell Wilson. I wanted to correlate. Oh, uh, okay. Correlation. You you got me beat. I don't have a I don't I don't have the Russell Wilson, uh, whoever the running back's going to be. On. By the way, Russell Wilson plays in Seattle. He's got to go to the West Coast. You know how much miles they, they fly? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of miles. Right. If he had a London game. Mike, Mike, I want to see this up on Rotor Grinders. I want mileage totals for everybody <laughs> on road trips this year, right? <laughs> I want to see this for a best ball article coming up soon here on Rotograms. I'm on it. <laughs> Don't talk me. I might do it. Um, all right. So I said I wasn't going to take a quarterback till round 10 or tight end. And I've done that so You're far. You're a liar. But I, I, I might just like push it back one more because I can get the juggernaut of the Jets offense, Bilal Powell, and round out all my running backs right here. I think I'm just going to kind of go ahead and lock, and lock this up here. <laughs> Jets and juggernaut seems like an oxymoron, but good luck with that. There's just so many, all these quarterbacks, they're all the same. And There's a like, top five quarterback on the board still. I, we know you, we yeah, know you like Winston. him. Yeah. I'd still take Matt Ryan before Jameis Winston. I disagree with that. Even I'm, though. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Winston has a good schedule. He does, Dean. Good, good observation. <laughs> Mike Evans has a good schedule. So too does Jameis Winston. <laughs> Are you are you not taking Kirk Cousins because there's like elite uh, cornerbacks uh, against them? Like, uh, 
because there's tons of elite cornerbacks in the division. Oh, well, he's got Josh Norman on that, on his team. So never mind. But there's I a- did, it, Jameis is just going to throw the ball so much. Like, yeah, and they have so well, many weapons on that team. Are you sure? Because last year when they were, they, they tried passing the first half of the year last year. And then they started giving the ball to Jacquez Rogers. And once the ball was out of Jameis Winston's hands, guess what? They started winning games. Yeah, but wasn't that Lovey Smith's fault? Wasn't that Lovey Smith's We might be putting the cart before the horse on that one. Or I mean, it's kind of a chicken or egg thing, right? Because in the first half of the year, they were getting smoked a lot. They got way down a lot of games, and then they had to throw to catch up. In the second half of the year, their defense got a lot better. I don't know what was the impetus behind that, but their defense got a lot better. They got, a, they got some leads, and they sat on the ball. So we made the argument earlier about Miami – being a ball control offense and running a lot. And I see a lot of similarities in Tampa Bay, especially yeah, what they but, did late last year. Now, granted, you know, they got Deshaun Jackson and they've got a really high, what seems like a high powered passing game right there, but so does Miami. And Miami's got the same pieces that Tampa Bay's got. If you look <laughs> at the archetype of the players around them. So I think there's an argument that could be made that Tampa Bay may be just as run heavy as Miami is going into this season. So I, I everybody thinks they're going to be pass heavy and it seems like they might be pass heavy, but I don't, I think there's a, there's a logical explanation that says, no, they may be just as run heavy as they were at the end of last season. With what running backs? With what running in in Tampa? Yeah. Okay. So they're going to start the season with Jacquez Rogers who showed that he could take 30 to 35. It's Jacquez Rogers. He'll be hurt in the first quarter. Oh, I you hope the so? guy had 40 carries a game. Like he's durable, man. Doug Brand's on God. the sidelines just juicing up. Okay, okay so we got, we got, him. got the juggernaut and the muscle uh, hands. They, the they still have um, they still have Peyton Barber, who granted, I mean, he's a second year player, but he could soak up some touches. They could kind of, you know, Baylen Wire duct tape through the first four weeks until they get Doug Martin back. Doug Martin, baby. Unless, that's fine, but like you have Cameron Brait, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans. Yeah, like, and that's what I say. Like on paper, it looks like they're going to be a throwing team, and I, I don't fault anybody for that logic. But at the same time, I see a path where they can be a run-heavy team if they have leads. Nice pick, Pierce Water. By the way, I was wondering when he was finally going to go. When they have the lead, so <laughs> you know, Doug Martin's back after after the fourth week. But the the guy that a lot of people really aren't talking about is the rookie Jeremy McNichols that they took out of Boise State, who is the best pass blocker in the draft and could see the field really early if he can kind of bring that game into the pro level early on in training camp. And, you know, he may take the damn job for all we know. And Doug that's Martin awesome. may be a thing, a thing of the past. The I mean, Tampa Bay running – the running back position, it's just a – it's a complete crapshoot in my opinion. It like, is a crapshoot, but it's really deep. I think that just speaks yeah. to more about its depth and its the crappiness. Yeah. Uh, Josh, go ahead. You got two back-to-back picks here. Uh, we'll try to speed up the picks here as we kind of get along here uh, with some <laughs> our analysis towards the end. Let's see here. Let's take a look at everybody's roster. Uh, I'll start back here a little bit. Um, Dean, Cam, Dean, I got to admit, for an eight-team league, your running back position looks a little weak here. Defend yourself. Dude, I, Frank Gore is still out there. I, I, I can still correct this. Did you, defend Eric, did you defend Eric Decker that early? Say it again? Eric Decker that early? I feel like you could have gotten better receivers there. He, he took – I would I'd take Decker over Brandon Marshall this year. I think. Are you on the Are you on the Eric Decker is done train, Josh? Because I, I I'm yeah. telling you right now, he's the he, like I don't understand That's what role people what what role do people think he's going to run in? I don't understand what role people think he's going to catch touchdowns. Touchdowns. <laughs> Those are so, so so will Delaney Walker. Like no. so will Demarco Delaney, Murray. Delaney's so will Derrick Henry. So will Marcus Mariota. Like. I think people are way overrating that touchdown upside based on what he did on the Jets when he was like the only option. 
No, but you you don't need that the many. Only option. Brandon Marshall didn't play for the Jets. Well, Powell was there. It's the entire <laughs> offense. Uh, you guys just made my point for me. I mean, Brandon no. Marshall was hurt half the time. Now I want to I want to hear what Mike Beers had, was having to say because he looked like he was going to go on a good rant, and I, I want to hear him finish his point about it. Wait, I've already forgotten what I said. <laughs> Perfect. I tried. Oh, I got distracted. I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm going to take Frank Gore. Um, yeah, you should. Oh, yeah. then, I'm, then I'm screwed. Then forget it. My running backs are done. All <laughs> right. I guess I'll take him. Uh, <laughs> all right. Dante Moncrief in the 11th round. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's game. a good pick. Yeah. From I don't like him. I don't like him. You got Hilton as well, right? I don't like Moncrief either, but this lady, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, he does. Yeah, have it, Hilton, it's, so. it's fine because it's, it's, you know, we're in the 11th round or whatever, but I, I, I don't buy any of the hype around him. I mean, he's like, his yards per catch um, has gone down each year. He just had that freakish touchdown rate last year, and it was already high the year before, and he it just, to another stratosphere last year. I mean, if, if he didn't have some luck there, uh, I'm not sure people would even, you know, would pay any attention to him um, if he didn't catch like twice as many touchdowns as he really should have. Jeez, I still don't know. I mean, it's hot. Ah. There's still so many quarterbacks. I guess I'll just, I guess I'm going to start the quarterback run. Do I want to do that? Yes, you do. No, because you don't want to pick that you. You're going to, aren't you? I actually feel pretty good that I've already got my two quarterbacks. I don't have to join in on a run or anything. The rest of my team seems solid. I'm, I mean, I'm not getting really such a... good value, Britt. Like, just take if you yeah. like Matt Ryan, just take him. Yeah, yeah. Craig, you're doing a bad job like... of like getting people to take quarterbacks. And sees you also has two quarterbacks is doing a good job of selling people to take quarterbacks. Yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> I knew C. I knew C. I was eyeing Jonathan Stewart, but I already had enough running backs. Yeah, I, that's why I looked at your team first before I opened my mouth. I wanted him there. Oh, that's upsetting. Yeah, I wanted him too. He's a good one. I just think Ryan, like the Falcons, their offense is not going to be as good. It was like his, like the seventh best offense in history or something last year. So it's going to regress a little bit. But Matt Ryan still got plenty of weapons. Yeah, I'm, I'm going home runner bus, man. Give me Ted Ginn and Deshaun Jackson. I'll win every week with these. That's, I like that. <laughs> I don't need any. Imagine, I don't need a floor. Like what a combo, right? <laughs> God, that sounds depressing. <laughs> how many drops? How many drops of touchdowns on fifty-yard bombs will Ted Ginn need before Drew Brees stops throwing in the ball? I don't know. He's, he's open every time. If he's <laughs> open, throw it. Yeah, he'll throw it. I don't think he cares about the drops because I mean, they're Drew Brees targets too. They, they gotta they gotta just like float right into your hands, right? Yeah, they are feathers. They they are. I've caught one. <laughs> but I, <laughs> That was well done, Eric. Thank they've, you. they've had so many deep guys with bricks for hands, and he still throws them the ball because it's just it's just part of the offense. So I don't think he's going to quit. As long as Ginn gets open, he's going to dump the ball way down the field to him. I don't know why I took Matt Forte, but it went down. So I feel pretty good about my running back core here. So I think it's going to be wide receivers and tight ends the rest of the way here. Yeah, that's that sounds like exactly what I would do if I, I was just looking over your team here. The tight end runs about to begin siege, so me and you, we we've got first dibs here. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Like, I guess I could take Delaney Walker. I do. I am a Marcus guy. 
Uh, but I kind of want to take what's the difference between Delaney Walker and like Hunter Henry and about 14 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great answer. (laughs) Kind of want to take. Don't worry. Take your time, Siege. That's taking 48 seconds. Let's calm down here. What's Alexa had to say? That's a lifetime for me, buddy. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Says the guy he has like, all right, was going to take. You got to get somebody from the NFC South. I was was trying. The problem is the the wide receivers I want all have a a bye week I actually can't take. So I am going to take Delaney Walker. Oh, yeah, you do have have a lot of buys on nines here. Yeah, I know. The problem is every every wide receiver I wanted was nine. Delaney. So Josh uh, and Mike Beers, Delaney Walker, I have zero shares. I will have zero shares. I want no part of him in that offense. The offense is so good. Uh, they're going to be running the ball out when they had the lead. They ran the ball the most last year. They're going to have the lead a lot. I want no part of Delaney Walker. So will I trash Siege? Uh, anybody else care to pile on? Yeah, so I have a lot of shares of Delaney Walker, but because I – was buying them in like March or, um, you know, when these leagues first opened over on MFL, I thought he was going to get a lot of volume again. And then they brought in Decker and the, the, you know, they do seem built to run the ball, even though they have all those passing options. Um, and I'm off him now. I mean, his price kind of stayed the same. Um, and I'm, I'm not buying him anymore. This is a direct correlation. I don't, I think, I think Eric Decker is done. Right. So if you just, if you're not a Decker guy, you're going to be a Delaney Walker by the Delaney guy by default. I mean, Dude, I don't man, know. Go. How Why are you dropping sevens in chat? <laughs> <laughs> just, I was just trying to see if anyone was, if anyone was, uh, you know, watching chat had their eye on it. That's all. <laughs> what happened on big brother uh, last night? No, no, no. Really? Seriously? That's the reaction. <laughs> You guys are honestly. You, you got to reevaluate things. So that's your I just cl- I just closed chat. I'm not getting in. I'm not because somebody's gonna spoil that. Yeah, me too. I'm out. I haven't watched it yet either. I don't want to. I just want the. I just want the. I want the spoilers. No, I, I want no spoilers. No, no spoilers. This is a spoilers. huge. This is a huge yeah, episode. This is a big like, week. Oh yeah, no, definitely no spoilers. What's the special? There's the Friday night special. Are you guys? Eric, we should have a two man show just for the Friday. <laughs> this the Friday is special. with high school teenagers right now. This is what you missed by not being on Grind. You're too big time for us on XM all the time, uh, Beer Makers fan. You've missed all the Big Brother talk on Grinders Live. Wow. Wow. Beer, when we start our Sunday show, I'm sorry. I figured you knew that's what we were going to talk about. No. We are not, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Two hours on Sunday mornings, baby. I'm instigating. Let me edit that email. I'm out. <laughs> Thirty seconds per pick. I, I'm I'm instituting a uh, a time clock. Thirty seconds per pick here to close this up. Hold on, I gotta think. Just messing with you. Hey, what? what hey, somebody tell me what was the uh, Mike Williams news? Uh, he like Google. It's, he, he's he gonna do nothing much. this year. That's, yeah, the, that's, that's the summary. Right? Almost out, bad bad back. Almost. Yeah, out he, he's right? his back shredded. So he's he's got a uh, he's got a bulging ruptured disc in his back. He's gonna do a. Um, a fusion yeah, like literally his career could almost be over wait i, I didn't see any news on a fusion i thought they were just going to do a discectomy where they go in and they trim up the disc and try to relieve some of the swelling and and some of the uh the nerve issues that go along with that so if it's all the way up to a fusion then his career is over yeah really. it, it could be really bad but if it's just a if it's a i want to say just a discectomy but if it's a discectomy there's some possibility he's going to come back and, and be productive but he's not going to be 
as productive. I mean, his ceiling is certainly capped, in my opinion. Wow. That's sad. This is why you can't take Mike Williams. Like so charged. Uh, I am so I'm steamed right now because somebody took Kenny Britt. Damn yeah, that tax. was me. Sorry. I was gonna take him. That's Dude, the guy I wanted at the turn, but before I realized my week nine bye was a problem. I, I had Britt clicked and I was like, ah oh, shit. Can't take a fourth receiver with a week nine bye. I know <laughs> I have one guy eyed. Especially on a diet. Definitely I mean, not gonna get back to me. Plus, Siege, you have the issue where Britt was going to be um he has to fly a long way the game before. Can't have that. No. Very important. Uh, Kenny Britt has a, he's he's playing in London too. That's a no go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not counting on him that week. <laughs> nice pick once again by Beerswater with Jameis Winston in freaking twelfth, eleventh. What is that? Eleventh round, twelfth round. Steal. I was hoping he could somehow make it back to me. I yeah, the QB the QB <laughs> run's gonna start happening here pretty quickly. Although maybe not like a couple guys. God already. damn it, Eric. Was that a good round for me? <clears throat> That's my favorite value wide receiver. So Mike Kenny Britt, Marvin Jones pick right in 12 and 13 worked out. Uh, if you if your goal is to piss me off, then yeah. It is. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Dean just hoarding the PPR running backs. <laughs> So I don't know how you guys. Three points for PPR, how did no? you guys pass on Tyrell Williams? This is this is insane. I, that I passed on it because I like Marvin and because I like Britt more. But like I kept. That's why I was asking. Like I kept wanting to click on Tyrell. Those are the three wide receivers I was looking at. That's yeah, why I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted Tyrell there. Ugh. None of them made it back to me. Well, yeah, I, I was worried Tyrell. That was my guy. I thought there was no chance I was going. He was coming back to me. I got Keenan Allen on lock. What, I don't know. I don't even know Gazelle. <laughs> Lots of issue kind of locked spot now where I have to reach. Damn it. Got him. All right, let's just take talent. I don't like the player, but... Huh? Mm. You guys left me with a lot of crap. Got him. (laughs) Like, there's just nothing I want right now. Ten seconds. Hey, you like those boom bust guys. Mike Wallace is still out there. Yeah, no. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go with my boy Zach Ertz. I can lock up my tight ends, and then I'll uh, I'll lock up Kirk Cousins too, because he's 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 hashtag good. What is ever? Does anybody have? Hashtag I think good. <laughs> I think Ertz. I'm looking at tight ends, and there's one, two. There's definitely two tight ends on the board. I would take unquestionably over Ertz. Does anybody have Ertz hot takes in that offense? This do year? one of those two guys rule? Um, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. There's two. The one I really want, though. I didn't get that, so let's just pass on that. I mean, someone's going to get the the guy that rules. I'm going to take the Anquan Bolden touchdown replacement of Eric Ebra. I just don't get why you guys hate Zach Ertz. Like, this guy just always – he's always reliable. I mean, he he can get hurt. He has three good weeks a year. It's like week 14, 15, and 16. That's fine, Dean. Don't run best ball. Home runner bust over here, Dean. I don't care. I got Ted Ginn and Deshaun Jackson. Doyle rules. Damn yeah, Doyle was the other guy for sure. Yeah, I was hoping he was going to fall to me. But after somebody started yelling, oh, Doyle rules, I thought that <laughs> might, there might be not be a great shot of that I can't say I can't say for certain, but I feel like I'm the first person to say that. <laughs> yep, that's probably true. <laughs> I'm the Christopher Columbus of that saying. <laughs> 
I guess I'll handcuff DeMarco with Derrick Henry. I think this late, and we're doing an eight-man, not like uh, no, all the ones you play normally are going to be 10-mans, 12-man, stuff like that. I don't. I, don't I love that. playing the eights. Like, I love creating my own eights. Like, getting a different variety of formats helps you get a different, like, portfolio of players. Like, I, I'm a huge fan of, like, when I, I create do, them, I'm really like them quite a bit. I like the six and eights. Like, I like getting like, – because it helps you get, like, a different portfolio of guys who might not be getting it eights or in tens and twelves in the later rounds josh is going complete zero qb i'm not even sure if josh is going to take a quarterback overrated (laughs) i'm definitely not taking him at the top of the list right now (laughs) oh i i would scroll one i would go to past one two three four Uh, i would go to the fifth quarterback for sure oh yeah the the goat i agree with the goat (laughs) man i'm just glad i have an ally in uh, Derek carr's overrated land Oh, yeah, he's he definitely Joe Flacco in sheep's clothing. Oh, man. I'm... Yeah. So he's elite. <laughs> yeah, got... He's getting paid that way. That's for damn sure. I feel like sports contracts, everything, you should all you should get these guarantees, but, like, they should all have to be renegotiated every year. Like, if you have a really good year, you should be able to get paid. So, like, there's no way Aaron Rodgers should make less than Derek Carr any single year. But he wants to make less because he actually gives a damn about winning. That's true. I mean, you, we've seen the, that Joe Flacco contract has just destroyed the Ravens' chance of ever becoming a Super Bowl contender. The luck contracts destroyed the Colts, too. Yeah. I think the GM destroyed the Colts, not not, not the contract. But the contract certainly didn't help. I think, I think it didn't help, but, yeah, that I don't know. They, that, that GM. What do By we, the way, hey, what do you guys – I got a question. What do you think, since I have Zeke and he might get suspended for two games, like, like I just picked a quiz Rodgers because, well, he might only play the first two games. I think that's, that a, makes, pretty good, that's a pretty like good balancing that. move, I think. I don't have any issue with that. You could do the same thing with Terrence West. Yes. Yeah. I mean, who? Take, take McFadden. Shut up, man. I think it makes sense because you're already handcuffed too. And then without your handcuff, you have Abdullah. So you definitely need some kind of uh, production there. To kind of yeah. I'm just hoping Abdullah does good things. No. Yeah. That, I think that makes a lot of sense. Just cause like I said, you had, you had the handcuff situation. I don't know if you, can you double handcuff it? Like go like, with, you can't uh, Josh and Mike, can you, can you do, <laughs> can you do four of your running backs from the same team? Yes or no? I mean, yeah, you certainly could. You, yeah. I don't think you're going to be very successful. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Well, yeah, like, like I'm trying. Is it viable, right? Or is it like I'm debating? I mean, you're gonna lose, but you can do it. It is allowed. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. Okay, I'm just throwing out the idea because I didn't know. I, I don't think it's something. You know, I, I mean, the only place it would even really be possible is New England, right? Um, and I like each of those guys on New England, but yeah, at their prices. But you don't want to put them together because you're not going to have more than one of them, you know, actually crushing value. Siege, you'd be proud. I just picked Tyrod Taylor over Derek Carr. I, I am, I am very proud. I, oh I, I think, God. I think, the, I think the people have uh, finally understood. Let me just uh, lock in. Let me just make sure the bye week is good. Are you guys on Team uh, T Mobile or Team Ty God? What are you talking? As far as the nickname. Dean, did you not watch my show? We had, we had a whole thing on nicknames a few days no, ago. No, I didn't, but somebody, one of the little birdies out there told me that you, you talked about the mouthwash and you didn't credit me. Not cool. <laughs> I mean, that, that, ever that was more of a favorite. That was more of a favorite of you, buddy. No, no, I want credit. The mouthwash is that's an elite nickname. What are you talking about? No, Jonathan no, no. Scope, we, the we, mouthwash? We discussed it on air. It is not an elite nickname. No. Okay, well, who, who's we, by the way? You and who? Oh, Dean, who, I heard who, that who, nickname who, who last said, year. Who said he liked it? 
Shh. No, uh, Dean, I got your back here. He's they like the nickname. Oh yeah, Crane, get out of here, man. Don't go ahead <laughs> on your alleged best friends. By the way, Dean, Dean, I know you tried to bait me into Mike Wallace, but I got my boomer bus guy here. So all the <laughs> bus guys. Oh, I love it. Uh, beer gonna, I know Eric's going to take this guy if I don't. <laughs> uh, Mr. Prince, beer makers fan. I haven't, <laughs> haven't heard from you in a minute here. I, I brought your team up on the screen here. We're getting towards the end here. Uh, what, what do you think so far of your team? I'm, so far, so good. I'm happy. <laughs> Waiting on quarterback and uh, still some good options out there. So, good, so far, so good. Yeah, these little – the eight teams, Like I, I think I, – I understand Siege why he went, uh, you know, maybe one quarterback early, maybe not double premium quarterback early, but I mean, you can find 16 really good fantasy quarterbacks. I think the the preferred strategy is to kind of wait. In these. Uh, let's see here. I need a couple of uh, running back or wide receiver to kind of, to do this out. And you know what? You still got to win in the first couple of weeks. I don't know if he's going to score for me. Oh, I was going to take 30 out, seconds, Britt. Come on, 30 yeah, seconds. Come on, Britt. You're yeah. wearing your clock, dude. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, what are you? You're a hypocrite. Uh, oh, man. Wow, we got him to take Quincy and Unwa, guys. <laughs> I'll take a pressure cooker, man. I'll take 115 to 120 targets. I mean, they'll be horrible targets, but I'll still yeah. take 115 <laughs> targets for a combined 150 yards. Brent, on the way back, you got to pack that up with the Jets quarterback so you can get that trick. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weak correlation. <laughs> uh, these shows are so fun. UCF. What? What? Latavius Murray represent. Uh, uh, he was from I Iowa. He Boros played at OCC sure. Onondaga Community College right down the road from me, Dean. Who's this? Latavius Murray. He was. Oh, he was, was at a. He was at a Chiefs game signing footballs uh, like a week ago, a week or two ago. All right. <laughs> My AAA <laughs> affiliate for the Washington Nationals. You know, this is normally where. I would take Brandon Marshall, but Dean took him 17 rounds ago. So <laughs> I'll try and grab it. I guess. I forgot what year it was. <laughs> I gotta say, the hate on Derek oh, Carr maybe Cooper. has gone too far at this point. Austin Hooper, good, good pick, Crane. Good pick. Thank you. These are all going to be good picks late in the rounds. I would maybe want Philip Rivers even over Carr. Rivers just, he just, he's always in a close game and just gunslinging. Like, and if you're looking for if garbage time points, you know, Mr. Garbage Time's still on the board. Oh my god, who took Who's took, Mr. Garbage Time? You took Kenneth Portals, right? Wait, yeah. wait, every, uh, every everybody be quiet. I need to hear this looks like a, a hot take from Beer's Water. So how did you end up with Kenneth Dixon over a Josh, guy like, like Terrence West? Because we don't even know if Kenneth Dixon's what kind of doghouse he may or may not be in when he gets on the field. He's the better running back, though. I mean, you know, I know I'm missing part of the season already. Um, but by the time he gets back, you know, week five or whatever, uh, Dixon will already have four games of tread. I mean, not Dixon. Um, West will already have four games of tread on him. And uh, I don't think it's that hard to imagine at all. At like three quarters or maybe half the season Dixon is just the guy there um you know Woodhead still has that third down role he's gonna eat it a little bit but I think um at this price this late he's my sixth running back the last one I'm gonna take I don't care that I'm not gonna get anything the first four weeks because I got my five guys before him um I, I think there's nice kind of upside there and I you know Terrence West yeah I would be locking in a few weeks of production and then I could be getting nothing the rest of the year and um that first few weeks probably isn't going to be great either 
There are a lot of good players left because we only did. I hate you so much, Josh. Ooh, thank you. Fighting words. He's such a great value. Most people, you you normally get him in regular best ball. So like, if you're watching this, like you can get Bray pretty late, and people just miss out on him. He's such a great value. Uh, he's my. High, I actually went through my exposures today. He's my highest percentage guy. Like I have the most of Cameron Bray, any player I own. Where do you where do you where are you getting him? Because you you probably play these more than anyone. Siege. Where are you uh, I mean, I've been I mean, I've been taking him really early, like twenty spots above his, above his ADP. So like you can get him in like the fourteenth, fifteenth. Usually, I, I haven't even been waiting that long. Like I just been taking him in the thirteenth, and yeah. I've just been happy to just take him every time. Yeah, right now he's um in some of the other best ball formats. He's tied in twenty one and going right in the uh, the fifteenth, sixteenth round range. So I mean, he's he's such a fantastic buy. There's so much upside there that. It's really hard to turn it down as your tight end three, even yeah. your tight end two. If you're going to go with the uh, the late tight end strategy that, that Mike Beers talked about a couple weeks back, good pick, Eric. <laughs> I like that. I like him a lot. Thank you. Go team. Just silence. Nobody else likes Jonathan Williams. Nope. By the way, can we talk about Phil Mickelson? He needs to pick it the hell up tomorrow. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He needs to. He needs to just go shoot, man. Screenshots. No, Ricky Fowler needs to just eat some bad oh. fish and chips. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Oh my gosh, give forty percent. Ricky cannot get there. Come on, DFS guys. Mango, like, aren't, aren't you team chalk? Aren't you not rooting for Fowler? All right, I'm trying to win the million acre, man. I just you're gotta, not winning the stop. I cross him off the list every week. Every week, <laughs> yeah, myself winning. Dean, it's Dean. It is doable. I'm not <laughs> sure. I, witness. I mean, this is like double and double. Like, this is, you're telling me there's, there's a chance, sure, but it's not happening. Dean, it's a confidence thing, okay? You, you don't believe you're not going to win it, okay? I'm walking. I, I know I'm you're calling, not going to win it, and I'm not going to win it. You know, Dean, I'm calling my shot. Sunday, I'm winning the million maker. No, you're not. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. see about that. <laughs> man, man, I hope I hope he wins, and then it has like a party in Nashville. And then Dean's not invited. Just yeah. like, I will Dean. happily not show up. Mangone, <laughs> Mangone, you actually get a Dakota ring too. It's pretty cool. Cheese and I have one. It's a good time. All right. Well, I'm planning on it. And Dean, you know what? I think you're going tight end with this next pick, aren't you? I'm not telling you what I'm doing. You're going. You're going to handcuff your little uh, your little tight end and go Dwayne Allen. Just I love that you call him hurt. his little tight end. <laughs> no, you call Gronk little to his face. Yeah, so you're, so you're going to go Gronk here. I'm taking Dwayne Allen as your handcuff because I know you. This is what you're doing. You know you can't, you can't trade him Dwayne Allen to get more in return for this. So you can't. I got no Doyle. He's my handcuff. Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne in the 18th and the 17th round is perfectly lovely value. I'm just doing it to tilt Dinks. I took it last draft. I'm not tilted. I got Doyle this time. I, I found myself getting a few Dwayne Allen shares, and that was one of the things that when we did the show last week, you guys kind of got me, and I forgot who it was exactly, but somebody made a really good argument that, like, if Grunt gets hurt, which is probably more of a win rather than an if, like, Dwayne Allen suddenly becomes one hell of a good option. Yeah, and I'm going to flip me. Philip Burns, the last pick, man, this guy's always in a game. Grunt smashes. Players. It's like you guys let me know that. Oh, wow. yeah. Like, <laughs> Philip Rivers is still hanging around. That's nice. Yeah, and that's, that's yeah. fantastic. That's really strange. I would have thought that he would have gone six or seven quarterbacks sooner than that. Yeah, Rivers, even with Mike Williams, I wasn't really too impressed with Mike Williams. Anyway, he was a good red zone target, I think, but I wasn't uh, – I don't – I expect Rivers to have a top 12, probably top 10 season without question. So, Josh, you, you talked about on the podcast – I'm not going to spoil the whole thing. Um, like when your last pick, like when you have an extra spot, right? When you're you only need to take two of your ones, you try to figure out which one you have more confidence in, running backs or wide receivers. If you were me, would you have more confidence in the wide receiver core or the running back core? <laughs> is this even a question? 
I'm dead serious. Dude, this I is tough. No, I, I, I'm, I'm having to think pretty long and hard about this. It's kind of tough here because he doesn't like either of them. I, I'm not going to say that because I mean, there's some guys in there I like that I think are good values. Uh, and I think they could break their ADP. I would probably go, I would probably go with a wide receiver here. And the reason I say that is because you have a lot of boom at the top end. You got Evans and, and Martavis, who are definitely boom guys. With it. They may not be consistent week-to-week scores, but they're going to give you a lot of blow-up weeks. But the problem right. is you, you got to have it a floor behind it to do I that. Like Be- I like the Beasley pick. That kind of evens it all out perfectly. Yeah, I think Beasley's a fine pick in a league like this. Now, kind of one of the warts on Beasley on, on draft is going to be that it's half PPR. And that's that's the floor that gives Beasley his appeal in a lot of in a lot of leagues because they, if they are PPR, then that's where Beasley's value comes from. So getting him in the 18th on a, in a half PPR league is a pretty palatable price to pay. I think there's probably some higher upside guys in there. But if you got that much boom at the top, I think you've got to have the floor behind it to make it work. Hey, I do have a question. I want your opinion on a guy, and th- th- he's not a sexy name by any means, but Jeremy Hill, like, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Joe Mixon gets himself suspended, or, you know, it's football. He gets hurt, whatever. Like, why is Jeremy Hill just being completely ignored? He's Well, he's being ignored because he he is perceived to be a crappy player. He is. I don't think he's crappy. That's my thing. Okay. I, uh, now, he's not, he's not Le'Veon Bell, but he's also – pretty damn good inside the red zone. Like you get that guy inside the five yard line, he can find Mm -hmm. the end zone and that's worth something in the NFL, especially on a team like Cincinnati where they like to run the ball inside the red zone. And like, forgive me right now. I'm, I'm losing the coach's name. I keep wanting to say Lovey Smith, but I know that's not it because that guy's washed out of football, but for for all intents and purposes, Marvin Marvin Lewis. Thank you very much. So Marvin Lewis is, he has no problem. Like having running back, do like, you know, one certain thing. So Jeremy Hill very well could be the red zone back, like the goal line back. Mixon yeah. could be a guy between the 20s. And then Gio Bernard, once he comes back, could just be passing game and, and come from behind guys. So I don't see – I don't see um, – sorry. I think there's a strong possibility that there could be three running back usage there like we saw with the New York Giants last year where they end up cannibalizing each other and not really given any value. It's not like New Orleans where they could have three running backs and each one of them score you know, six to eight touchdowns and have a lot of volume. I mean, in Cincinnati, they could have plenty of volume and just not end up doing a whole lot with it. Okay. Yeah, I, I just find him interesting because, again, like everybody's ready to anoint Mixon as if, you know, he threatened to hit him if they weren't going Yeah. To. And I think so, and I just don't I just I, I understand that he was a first round pick, but at the same time, like there's obviously some risk involved. Absolutely. I think Mixon is going to be um, t- – well, we'll close this out here. I think, uh, Josh, you got your final pick here. But I think Mixon, he's going to be like – they're going to use him a lot on the field because if uh, if Hill's on the field, you kind of know it's going to be a run. If Bernard's on the field, you kind of know it's going to be a pass. Mixon, you don't really know. And I think they're going to use that to move the ball between the 20s and get down there. But then when they get inside the five, like Josh said – Hills, the one thing Hill can do is score those goal line touchdowns. And I'm worried, I'm worried a little bit on Mixon. I'm buying him a little bit lower now because I just don't know if the touchdowns are going to be those close goal line touches. I think might go to Hill this year. And he's a rookie. Like, there's a lot of inherent variance with taking rookie running backs anyways. Um, so, 
Uh, I want to say thanks to everybody for doing this uh, again, guys. If you oh, I wanted you to break down my team. This is my favorite team I've ever done. Yeah, you've, we've got Big Brother to catch up on. That's a good point. I, I give us a happens. sentence to summarize your team, Crane. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, that's a word. No, it's two words. Well, how I about guess it's a sentence. I could throw this out there. So, so we've got the new chat, right, for the best ball the best ball oh, that's true. So we could break down teams there. And, and you know, Mike Beers and I, we pop in the, in the chat pretty frequently throughout the day and the night. And I would be happy to argue about roster construction there for what we did in our draft tonight. It'd be the perfect place for Beer, it. Here's what I see. Beers water number one in projection. Beer makers number two. All the beers. <laughs> so, so the projections are drunk on the beer. Got it. <laughs> well, I finally didn't take Eric Decker, who um, he gets a zero in the projection. So now – Shows what, what's going <laughs> Ah, that boosts me get, up. We finally get a true power ranking for Mike's team. That's great. I just want to say I got two wide receivers in the Giants, none of which named Beckham. Probably not good. <laughs> That's a hell of a strategy. Probably not good. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't take Evan Ingram, too. <laughs> jo- Josh and Mike, let's uh, let's break. Well, let's uh, maybe we'll spend well for the next two days. Let's talk a little bit about this draft and that uh, best ball chat. That's I'll, a long show, Britt. I'll chime in on that. Yeah, I know. Forty-eight <laughs> hours, two match. days, man. Uh, yeah, well, we'll have some fun in the best ball chat. We'll get that. Going. Oh, in the chat, I thought you meant on air. I was going to say poor D train. No, no, Devin would not enjoy that. Devin's got places to go. He's got vegetables to eat. So we got to get out of here, guys. Uh, thanks. Corey, again. sit your double. <laughs> uh, thanks again to Dean, to Mangone, Winnie the Millie Maker. To Josh ADHD, nope. a beer makers fan for a Grinders live appearance, uh, Mike Beerswater, Eric Crane, and the Siege. Uh, I'm Britt. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Go to Draft, download the app, use promo code Grinders. You get the premium stuff from Mike and Josh. Uh, it's a great stuff. You get a deposit bonus. Uh, it's awesome, and you can join in us on the best ball stuff, and of course, play DFS for baseball and football uh, when that season comes around too. So have fun tonight. Uh, we've had a long night here, so we're going to get out of here. We out, Chuck. Holler! (laughs) Holler! (laughs) Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.